Welcome to the St. Michael Fall podcast series. My name is Andrew Grosso, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this fall is, God is doing a new thing. Following our 75th anniversary celebration, St. Michael is refreshed and renewed for a bright future. Now God is calling us to make new commitments in our faith and in our community. Give thanks to the Lord and call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Our reading today is from the Acts of the Apostles, beginning at the first verse of the 25th chapter. Three days after the Roman procurator Festus had arrived in the province, he went up from Caesarea to Jerusalem, where the chief priests and the leaders of the Jews gave him a report against Paul. They appealed to him and requested, as a favor to them, to have Paul transferred to Jerusalem. They were, in fact, planning an ambush to kill him along the way. Festus replied that Paul was being kept at Caesarea and that he himself intended to go there shortly. So, he said, let those of you who have the authority come down with me, and if there is anything wrong about the man, let them accuse him. After he had stayed among them not more than eight or ten days, he went down to Caesarea. The next day he took his seat on the tribunal and ordered Paul to be brought. When he arrived, the Jews who had gone down from Jerusalem surrounded him, bringing many serious charges against him, which they could not prove. Paul said in his defense, I have in no way committed an offense against the law of the Jews, or against the temple, or against the emperor. But Festus, wishing to do the Jews a favor, asked Paul, Do you wish to go up to Jerusalem and be tried there before me on these charges? Paul said, I am appealing to the emperor's tribunal. This is where I should be tried. I have done no wrong to the Jews, as you very well know. Now if I am in the wrong, and have committed something for which I deserve to die, I am not trying to escape death. But if there is nothing in their charges against me, no one can turn me over to them. I appeal to the emperor. Then Festus, after he had conferred with his counsel, replied, You have appealed to the emperor. To the emperor you will go. Here ends the reading. You've really got to hand it to Paul. He was not one to let any opportunity to proclaim the gospel slip by. Here he is, having been beaten by a mob in Jerusalem before being arrested, illegally bound, and then kept in prison for over two years while those in power tried to decide what to do with him. Paul knew the charges against him were unjustified. He knew that if he consented to being tried in Jerusalem before the Roman tribunal, he had every chance of being set free. And yet, he also recognized his circumstances provided him with an opportunity to proclaim the gospel in a way he probably had not imagined he ever would. He now had a chance to stand before the emperor himself and proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. So rather than choosing the path that would have led to his own freedom, Paul chose to remain in captivity so that he would be taken to the emperor. Paul's commitment to the work God had given him to do was such that he was willing to give up his liberty, to give up even his life, if it meant sharing in God's work. Paul recognized that the new thing God was doing was something that would challenge every earthly power and that would result in the recreation of every earthly dominion. And yet he also recognized that the best way to testify to the new thing God was doing was to turn the injustice of his situation into an opportunity for proclamation. 
He was not to try and beat the world at its own game. He was to play a different game entirely, one in which the rules of the world didn't really apply. Whatever his circumstance, wherever he was, whoever he spoke to, Paul was always looking for a way to bear witness to the gospel of Christ. Paul gives us an example of someone who is so captivated by his vision of the new thing God is doing that he's able to turn every situation in which he finds himself into an opportunity for witness. Rather than allow two years of unjust imprisonment and bondage to make him bitter and defeated, Paul turns the situation into a chance to testify to the gospel in a new way. This is challenging, but hopefully it's also inspiring. Because what it means is that despite our circumstances, despite whatever situation in which we find ourselves, it can be the frustrations and disappointments and even the injustices we experience in our lives that give us new and unanticipated ways of bearing witness to the gospel. All we need to do is recognize the new thing God is doing in us, a work that is greater than every earthly dominion, a work that is governed by the power and the mercy given to us in Jesus Christ and poured out upon us through his Holy Spirit. When we order our lives in light of that reality, there is no circumstance that God cannot use. Amen. And now please join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hardwood of the cross, that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit, that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you, for the honor of your name. Amen.